Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the On The Way podcast, a podcast where one insignificant man hurls his unfiltered thoughts into the universe and hopes for the best. I'm your host, Matt Eatson. Now, for this very first episode of the On The Way podcast, the inaugural episode, I am in transit. I am on my way from point A to point B, as I will be for all future episodes. The entire premise of this podcast is, at least for me, I am at my most honest only when I am alone in my car. Why is this the case? One, well, it's because I'm alone. And when you're by yourself, at least when I'm by myself, I feel like that's the point in time where I don't have to deal with the repercussions of what I believe, what I think, what I say, what I feel, because there's nobody around to pass any judgment for that. Now, the other reason is because when I'm in my vehicle right now, this talking that I'm doing right now into the microphone is actually pretty normal. It's pretty par for the course for me. That's how I work through things. That's how I arrive at uh, things that I believe in, how I feel about certain things is I talk it out with myself. I verbalize it. It's as, it's as though I'm having a conversation with another person who closely resembles me and I'm trying to convince them of an ultimate truth that I don't quite know yet. It's kind of in the back of my mind. I just need to fit it together like a puzzle piece. So all of this is completely off the cuff, just thoughts that I'm throwing out there. Now, I don't know if that's something that other people can relate to. I don't know if other people are going to find it interesting. And at the end of the day, to be quite honest with you, because that's what this entire thing is about, I don't care. I really don't care. This is, I think that while this may be classified as improv comedy, because that's the closest thing I could find to what I think this is as a category, um, I think more than anything, it's going to be kind of a blog. And anytime I'm driving from point A to point B and I want to work something out, I want to bring people along for that process. Um, And I don't know if people feel seen by it or if they simply want to argue with me or simply want to agree with me, then cool. And if they don't even want to listen and just keep moving, that's fine. Um, Something tells me that I'll be able to listen back to these in, you know, a few weeks or even a few years and either be totally embarrassed or completely giggled by the things that I thought. And yes, I did say giggled in all seriousness. And I think another reason that I'm doing this is because I've removed myself from all social media. And I think because I think I did that because all social media felt very all encompassing for me, which is to say it took up all of my time. Uh, As early as a few days ago, in fact, I had a TikTok account that had 75,000 followers. And, you know, that might seem insignificant to a lot of people, but I think that it is at least somewhat significant because there's a lot of opportunity there. or There was a lot of opportunity there to monetize that and make something out of it. But at the end of the day, whenever it comes to factoring in what something's worth from a monetary standpoint, for me at least, I always bring in opportunity cost. An opportunity cost is an economic phrase and it refers to your time. It refers to what's being lost. And I think that it expands beyond time. It goes into like your mental health. It goes into stress. It goes into quality of life. And at the end of the day, while there was certainly money to be made, and that was an upside because I wasn't spending any money to make those videos and to maintain that TikTok, at the same time, it was costing my mental health because there were total strangers throwing out these comments, people that didn't know me, had never met me before, would likely never meet me, 
but were totally okay with making value judgments of me based off of one sliver of my personality crammed into a one minute video. The opportunity cost simply was too high for me. It was too much for me. I could not deal with it um, because it got to the point where I, you know, like I wouldn't even acknowledge the positive comments or the, or, you know, the positive affirmations. I would only respond to the negative things and it was distracting me and it was making me eat unhealthy and not work out. And that is a lot for anybody, but it was especially a lot for me because I already suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, anxiety, all of these things as a result of my military service. So to, to put myself in that position willingly just felt kind of self-defeating at a certain point. So it was just like, well, why am I doing this? Why don't I walk away from that? So I did. I took my own advice and I walked away from it entirely. Um, well, almost entirely. I got rid of the TikTok and the Instagram and the Snapchat and Facebook almost entirely. There's, it's still there because there's too many accounts for other things that I have where like my Facebook information is used. And so it's really kind of an ease of um, future operations to have the Facebook account. Even this app, Anchor, I believe I logged in with Facebook. So that just made it that much easier. Um, but I, I very closely monitor how much time I spend on that. Now, after all of that happened, I realized very quickly that I still have this desire to express myself. I think that it's a shame to live in this generation, in a generation where we can express ourselves and we can reach out to other people and we can find connection with total strangers via social media, via the internet more generally. It seems a shame to not take advantage of that and to not communicate what we're thinking or what we're feeling. Um, and I say that it seems very narcissistic to think that and to say that and to throw this out under the assumption that anybody would be interested in it. But I genuinely do think that there are some positives to it because I, one, being mindful of the fact that it seems narcissistic to think that anybody would care about these thoughts is a step in the right direction. Um, honestly, I genuinely believe that this is not going to catch a lot of traction. This is mostly just for me, which I guess also kind of sounds narcissistic, but it's also in the hopes that if somebody does hear it and they do relate to it, that they might feel seen in a way that they hadn't felt seen before. And I have several examples of that in my own life where I saw somebody do something or heard them say something and I just felt like I related to them so much. I felt so seen by it that I was enamored by everything that they said from that point on. Um, because it made me feel better about who I was. It made me feel like I could be more outgoing um, and I could be more, I could be me. And I guess that's kind of what I'm hoping I can get from this podcast that I can share these thoughts and say these things and, you know, keep with this very honest upfront format in the hopes that somebody somewhere is going to find it refreshing and is going to find it to be a valuable addition to their lives, to their day-to-day -day function. So that's the basic premise of it all. Um, and that's kind of, that's actually kind of the topic today. Um, I don't really want to dig into a whole lot. Like I had a few other ideas of like things like I could talk about, but at the end of the day, I think the thing that I'm most concerned about is communication styles and how 
social media has been affecting that. Now, there's a lot of negative ramifications of social media. We see them all the time. But I also think there's a lot of positive. And social media has this way of bringing out, I think a lot of people would say bringing out the worst in others. And I agree with that. But I also think that sometimes that's just a type of honesty that we just don't see elsewhere. So in other words, when somebody says something awful or does something terrible on social media, yes, it's awful. Yes, it's terrible. But that's honest. That person is showing you their true colors and they're doing it for the whole world to see on this public platform. Now, good or bad, that's a kind of honesty that is profound. And I'm neither arguing for or against it. I'm just saying that that's what makes this era so interesting. And the reason that I think people are able to be that honest is because of the three communication styles and how social media takes advantage of that. Now, I'm not an expert when it comes to communication styles, so I'm not going to dive too much into this, but I am basically going to give you a broad overview, and that is that the vast majority of our communication is done from a visual standpoint. It's visual communication. The other two aspects of communication would be vocal and verbal. And the basic idea is that verbal and visual communication is where the vast majority of our communication is accomplished. Verbal communication is less than 10%. Verbal would be written or things that we read. It blows my mind that social media, especially Facebook, especially Twitter, has completely taken verbal communication One of the smallest, most insignificant ways that we communicate, well, not insignificant, but one of the smallest ways that we communicate and made an entire platform off of it. And I think, at least in my opinion, I think that it is so popular because it takes away a lot of the social exercises that we have when it comes to communication. So in other words, from a visual, from a visual standpoint, when we're communicating with somebody, we watch what we say and we don't say specific things. Well, most of us watch what we say and don't say specific things. From a visual standpoint, when we can see that somebody is, I don't know, hurt by what we're saying or upset with us or withdrawn. So like if we're, if I'm telling a person who's standing right in front of me something and they're nervously pulling on their t-shirt or they're backing up or they're, you know, scratching their arm or they look sad or something like that. That influences what I say because most people don't want to hurt somebody else or they don't want to make them uncomfortable in a conversation. Obviously, there are a million examples of people not caring about that. They're going to see that someone's upset or whatever and just be like, I don't care. I'm going to talk about it either way. Yes, I get that. I don't need your singular or you know, small sliver of examples. I get it. It's not, it's not, I'm not, I'm not playing a, I'm not playing an all or nothing game here. I would just say that the vast majority of us react to visual cues from somebody else when it comes to communication styles. So the fact that we have that no longer as a factor whenever we share a status update on Facebook, at first it seems like a crutch. And I think in a lot of ways, even when we really think about it, it is still a crutch. But at the same time, if we don't have those visual cues, then I think there's room to make the argument 
that that's when our that's when we are at our most honest because we're not concerned about the other person and how they react because we can't actually see their reaction. We're not beholden to our words anymore. I mean, really, like we can just say what we want, throw it out there, and then we can walk away from it. We don't have to go back and look at the comments. We don't have to go back and look at the likes. We can just say it and throw it out there. What do you think I'm doing right now? I'm not beholden to anything that I say. I'm just throwing it out there and I'm not going to see a lot of the ramifications. Even if there is a place and I know that there I know that I'm able to see comments and likes and ratings and stuff like that. I don't have to go look at that if I don't want to. But but there is a form of there's a form of honesty in that. And I think what I'm trying to accomplish with this podcast, and I say think because I'm still not entirely sure what this is all about. What I think I'm trying to accomplish is I'm trying to open up a larger dialogue of whether or not we think that's healthy. Is it healthy to be totally honest? It actually makes me think about that movie. Uh, what is it? Inter, Inter, Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey. One of the robots, I want to say it's TARS, says that uh, total honesty, like they put his honesty setting at 90%. It says total honesty is not always the best way to address humans. Is that true? Like when TARS says that, do you believe that? Matthew McConaughey does, if I remember correctly. He keeps it at 90%. He doesn't make the robot 100% honest. So I guess that's... And the more I think about it too... You know, I think a lot of people feel very ambivalent about, well, not ambivalent. They feel very, they feel very pulled back and forth when it comes to social media, because on one end, it is a place where they can connect with people, but the same end, they see a lot of things that they don't normally want to see. They see people sharing their opinions, sharing really awful memes or messages or whatever the case may be. They don't want to see that. They don't want to see that because they might not agree with that message, but there's a form of honesty in that message because the person who's sharing it, that's what they believe. Or at least that's the inference we can make. If somebody shares something and you don't like it, do you not like it simply because you don't agree with it? Or do you not like it because you're seeing a form of honesty from a person that you may actually really like on all other accounts? You're seeing a form of honesty from them that you've never seen before. I think so. I think that there is an issue with honesty. I think that we can't, I think that we don't like unfiltered honesty. And that's what social media in a lot of ways feels like. So that's the larger dialogue is, is that a good idea? Is it a good idea to have a platform where people can be totally honest and not beholden to their words? And that's what this podcast is kind of about. It's a little different than social media because it is a it is an audio, uh, obviously an audio communication. It's vocal. So you can actually hear my voice. Like you can, I, I hope that you can hear this and hear that I'm not trying to be, uh, I'm not trying to upset anybody. I'm not trying to be over the top just to hurt somebody's feelings or to upset somebody. I'm just trying to have an honest conversation. And these are the kinds of things, this is how, this is how I think, again, when I'm alone in my car driving from point A to point B and I'm thinking things through. This is how I go through my thought process. And that's what I want to do from this point on. I want to, I want to take these thoughts that I have. I want to take these, 
impressions and these opinions and I want to invite people along for that process of thinking things through. And again, I don't, I've said this several times, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse with it, but I don't know that it's going to be that significant. I don't know that it's going to catch a lot of traction. We'll see. At the end of the day, if nothing else, it will at the very least be entertaining for me to listen to much later down the road. But anyway, such is the nature of this podcast. And I think this is as good a place as any, as any, to wrap up this very first episode. Um, this is a, and by the way, this is a work in progress. Um, there will be some change like this. This is already not playing out the exact way that I saw it in my mind. Uh, this is, this recording is actually like two recordings, like two segments that are going to be put together. I'm sure that you're going to hear like the little break in the middle. Um, it just came down to like, I, I ended up saying something that like, I didn't really like, uh, I sounded kind of, I don't know, like I, I kind of went off on a ramble and it didn't, it wasn't a ramble that I felt comfortable with. Like I feel with this. So, I mean, honestly, like that seems to be unhonest. That seems to be dishonest of me, actually unhonest. That seems to be dishonest with me. Um, and you would be more than okay in making that argument. Uh, but I would counter you with just saying, uh, it was done simply out of the notion that I didn't want to lose anybody's attention. I didn't want to confuse anybody. And that's kind of what had happened. I hadn't fully formulated anything and I couldn't talk it all the way through. So I put a break in the middle. It's two separate audio clips. So that being said, all that's to say that this is a work in progress. Um, and honestly, like I'm really putting myself out there in a lot of ways, if you think about it, by just like going through the thought process, the un, the unfiltered thought process and throwing things out there before I've had time to think them all the way through. Uh, it really opens me up to some argumentation that might not be, that might not be flattering for me, but I think it's important. I'm willing to do it. This is a good outlet. If you enjoy it, let me know. If you don't, I'd be even more interested in that. Thank you for joining me for the very first episode of the on the way podcast. I can't give you a time when I'll be back but I will be back eventually. Take care and good luck.